0: As dog trainers and business owners, what do you do for yourselves to prevent burnout?
1: Um
0: uh, it used to be traveling to the Caribbean a few times a year, but I can't do that anymore. So, so. In, it's a great question.
1: It's a great question. In 20 what what you can do is do three uh, weeks. Three, if your boarding train say are three weeks, you can just take a week off. Literally take a week off a month. Mm-hmm. What 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 I'll tell you what, doing this podcast from Joelle's house is one of the things that
0: it's definitely different. Not being at work. Right. Cause normally I'm stressing like, are there boarding trains making noise right, right now? Like right. I don't have that here. It's right. kind of nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm mellow. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm mellower. Mm-hmm. It's a new environment. Yeah. I think so. I think that, yeah, so um, I think that, One of the things that we're doing is, but we moved the podcast here. Um, You know, we're talking about taking a three month hiatus, um, possibly, you know, two month hiatus, possibly. Um, There's a lot of different things, but I think you have the liberty to do take a week off, don't book any clients for that week.
0: You've got to make time for yourself. Which is hard you have to. which is
1: hard because there's so many dogs out there that need help. So you're gonna be technically I don't wanna say turning away dogs, but you're you you know that week is gonna be making money. But I think you have to look at the big picture over the course of the year.
0: Yeah, if you burn yourself out, then nobody gets help. Right. you've gotta make yourself a priority. Right. right. Even the littlest of things. So yeah. we're both working on that one
1: live how's everybody going how's everybody doing
0: stopping by to give thanks continuing education for dog owners
1: and trainers is being very grateful awesome dogs just stop doing bad shit it's incredible and then you get to start training your dog yeah! <laughs> this is jeff Kalman solid canine training and this is the wonderful Joelle and this is the what would Jeff do show it's a weekly show we might start doing it twice a week I think we might do another show this week maybe we'll do one or two next week we'll see well and the the new year's with a bang and now that the show is here it might be easier to do it you know a couple times a week we'll see we'll figure it out Mm -hmm. a lot of great stuff that we're doing and and we can never seem to get through all the questions either so i think a lot of people are really thirsty for knowledge um you know one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to announce a really special thing for our um new online university that we have solid canine training university that we have underneath the programs tab i think we need to Get people to, I wonder if we can erase all those other tabs and just put programs up there. Mm. You know, um, I just forward you an email from um, the company that makes the program. And I'm wondering if we can just do that because people do get confused Um, anyway. But anyway, we'll announce something, um, a great offer for that, that you can get a live live chat with me if you get the program. Um, So we're going to do... we're going to do that. Anyway, this is a Q&A show. People ask questions. Uh, Joel reads them. I uh, give you answers. And the thing is that most questions are usually on how to stop stuff, how to stop, how to stop, how to stop. So you're going to find me talking about punishments, about um, you know uh, uh, consequences. You know, you can call it what you want. Punishment is not abuse at all. It's just the opposite of a reward. You know, it's aversive control. Anyone that thinks that you can stop a behavior with a reward is just a fool. Um, You need to use um, punishment. But it's been hijacked by people thinking that, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's abuse and it's the farthest thing from abuse. Um, and you'll notice that Parking lot Patty um, just put up a top chat. Top chat is something that's done in YouTube and you get your question answered first, but you do not have to pay to play. We go through as many questions as we possibly can in the hour that we have. Mm-hmm. So, Joel, why don't we just jump right in?
0: Okay, $10 top chat from Parking Lot Patty. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Love you guys and the work you do. Thank you. Einstein sends along his holiday greetings to See you on Patreon. Oh,
1: wonderful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And our Patreon channel is going to be dramatically changing as well. In 2022, um, Joel and I are going to be spending a lot of time on um, online learning, helping people online, mm-hmm. through whether it's through more podcasts or our online university and Joel will put up a, a, a link to the online university at some point um, during the show, a few times um, during the show. And pretty soon we'll have a little placeholder um, that people can look at. So to really, you know, really be able to get some help. So let's go right. Let's get right into it.
0: All right. Amy said, good evening.
1: Hey, Amy, how are you?
0: Sawblade Entertainment. He said, I can hear you now.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to unmute the mic. We we I, we mute the mic while I'm setting up just so you don't hear like nonsense in the background. Like Angel asking me about his homework and, you know, stuff like that. Next.
0: Um, This is all just talking about audio. Yep. Uh, okay. Raymond, I noticed you feed your mal raw. Can you tell us why you do that and the benefits?
1: Um, I, I feed both my dogs raw. I've got, I'm down to two dogs now. Joelle has one dog. She feeds her dog raw. I've been feeding raw now for, a couple of years raw dog first of all there's no good kibble on the market sorry there's no good kibble on the market most kibble is filled with cancer causing ingredients and the packaging is impressive but the actual if you turn it over which you should do on anything you buy if you turn it over and you actually look at you know what's in the actual packaging um you'll see that there's actually shit in most dog foods Literally, yeah. actually, shit, actual in, shit, actual <laughs> shit in, in most dog foods, um, and I think that that one of the things that's important. What what is raw food? Raw food is the closest thing to, an animals. These are animals. We have we we sometimes forget that that a dog is a predator and that it is an alpha um predator and and apex the, predator it's also an apex predator what did i say alpha? alpha oh sorry apex predator <laughs>
0: don't need that word getting thrown around no.
1: oh my god alpha. alpha jesus christ you know alpha you know, omega jesus you're going down that road and um so um what, what are the things there's health benefits to it um it's teeth. good it's good I, for, it's great they for don't teeth. Get,
0: so listen my dog's been on raw since i got him he's five years old He's never had a tooth cleaning, and I posted a picture the other day. His teeth are sparkling. Mm -hmm. He has zero tartar. He does not have dog breath. It's like no breath smell at all. It's just hot air. Mm -hmm. His coat does not smell like your typical dirty dog, you know, that smell that comes to mind. Right, right. It's just amazing. Yeah, I it's mean, amazing.
1: so I mean, you feed you you feed bone, you feed um, the innards of a dog. So you like liver and spleen and intestine, and you can do brain if you want to. You can do testicles if you want to, um, and then and, and heart um, and all those things are really really great for dogs. And then you can do you can do raw pork, raw beef, um, raw chicken, and everybody's worried about salmonella, and it's like no, actually, you know who's getting salmonella Our kibble dog food companies are recalling dog food because of kibble salmonella in kibble next
0: all right kathy b hey everyone merry christmas hey
1: kathy b how kathy are you
0: holidays Brittany said loving the program thank you Brittany. um on Sane said need advice okay but i don't see a question yeah
1: gotta ask, you gotta ask the question though
0: um Christina, how do I teach my dog personal space? Is this where the place command comes into play?
1: Um, you can do some. We have a video on our YouTube channel called Spatial Pressure. You can do that. You can teach your dog spatial pressure. And literally, um, personal space is really, really important. And you can also, we're, we're actually doing a, um, we're, we're filming a video on resource guarding right now. And some of that applicant, which will be on Sally Canine Training University, and some of that actually could be applied towards personal space. Personal space, creating space between you and your dog is a leadership skill.
0: It's it a really leadership is. skill.
1: It's you being the leader. It's you being the leader.
0: Today we just had, I don't know if you guys follow us on Instagram, Miles, that spotted cattle dog. Oh, his, yeah. His intake video, you guys remember, where he was like, On his owner, and she's trying to, like, push him off. Almost
1: almost molesting his owner.
0: Yeah. And today at the go-home, I'm like, let's role-play that scenario. Right, right. So she calls him up on the couch. He immediately tried. She's, like, out. Gave him a pretty good correction. And guess what? Yeah. Next time around, dog's like, I think I'll respect your space. Yep,
1: yep. So all it took was one conversation. Yeah. Literally one conversation. Next.
0: Um, Sawblade Entertainment. Working with someone that doesn't know what prong collar is, but at the same, but it's the same as beating the shit out of your dog and doesn't believe balance training is a thing, but won't let me explain. So I gave up.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's a non-client. Wait, the, the client, they think, that using, they think pr-
0: that using a prong is the same as beating the shit out of your so dog. So that's
1: obviously not a very intelligent person. I think that would be bordering on a stupid person because- Do you know that a slip lead, you can actually choke your dog and kill your dog in about 30 seconds. So your average slip lead, which is used by way more people than prong collars are, choke chains are used by way more people than prong collars are. Mm -hmm. Both of those tools, I can easily kill a dog. Very easily, I can hang a dog to death. All I got to do is lift up in the air, they would die. They would die. First, they would pass out. And if I kept it up in the air and I didn't release the pressure, they would die. It's as simple as that. And with a prong collar, you can't do that. Next.
0: And Sane, need advice on how to train when you have two puppies.
1: So number one, get rid of one dog. Um, you shouldn't have gotten two puppies, but it's too late now. But if you have the opportunity to rehome one, you can rehome one and then get the second dog when the other dog is fully trained. But what you're going to do is you're going to train one dog at a time and the other one goes in the kennel right now. And then eventually the other dog can go in place while you're training the other dog. I would, um, I would definitely get our Green to Graduate program because it takes you from an untrained dog to a fully off-leash trained dog. And the special is this. When you go to, um, can you type in the um, website that it's at? Yeah. When you go to our academy, our online academy, which is com, And if you type in WWJD in all lowercase, WWJD, which stands for What Would Jeff Do? Um, and that's the only thing it stands for. Um, um, whoever else is using that is hijacked. Um, hijacked it. So um, if you do that, you will get a complimentary 15 minute online consult with me, a video consult with me. So we have a way of tracking that and I will email you and we will schedule it and you literally will will do a online thing. And it's way more professional than this show. Did there, you
0: say to put the coupon code in? Yeah. I w,
1: WWJD. Okay. I said it a couple times. Lowercase yeah.
0: because letters matter.
1: I or- said I said that as well. Uh, yeah,
0: I really was not listening no. to
1: you. No, it's 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 typical. You you rarely ever do listen to anything I say. Next, yeah, like two minutes. <laughs>
0: I really was just not listening at all. That's fine, Todd. How should I be transitioning from a place to something like a heel? If I break from place, I don't mean go crazy. Should I be able to go from place to heel Yes, you or can. Down to heal. Yep. We've trained our girl Ellie to stay in place until further notice, yep. but she's confused when we want her to come off. Sometimes.
1: So you then put keep put a leash back on your dog, and you can go to heel. You can go to to recall. Right. You can go to recall if you want to. Um, you can also go from a good exercise that we often do is we put in a dog in a down anywhere from one foot to five feet or even farther away from place and when they're in a down we will say place and it makes the dog really think that they've got to be like so i've got to get up walk over go to place and lie down and you and that's all done without saying the, the break which is the release command next
0: um leanna i have saved a yorkie that is nine years old from a shelter that he was turned into after his last grooming Owner said he may have been abused there since he used to be loving, but this time he came back nippy. Can't get a collar around his neck. How would you teach him so I could get a collar on him? Okay,
1: well, first of all, the dog was not abused at all. That's a bullshit excuse that an owner who who, who gave up on their dog after nine years did. So the dog was not abused at all. All right? That's a story. That's a story that you were lied to. So, you know, um, no disrespect, but you didn't say the dog, you just got the dog, all right? So I think I'm just really outspoken about that because when you start using words like rescue and save, and then I tell you, and then you throw in the abuse story, And then I'm telling you, when it comes to fixing unwanted behavior, you're going to be using force, you're going to be using discomfort, you're going to be using, you know, punishment. A lot of people struggle with that because they have this backstory in their mind that the dog was abused. And now here you are using, you know, a correction on the dog and they have a hard time doing that emotionally. Unfortunately, though, you can't... um, uh, 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 stopping a went to behavior but for something like that we would actually use a clicker and food and a bonker if you don't know what a bonker is it's a wrapped up cotton towel it's a wrapped up towel you can look it up on our youtube channel what's a bonker in our search engine and it will show you how to use it and what you're going to be doing is you're going to be counter conditioning the dog and it's a process where you're going to just hold up the collar. The dog will look at it. Maybe it'll sniff it. You'll click. You'll give it um, its daily food. Then you'll get a little bit closer. It's, there. There's a. There's a. There's a, um, a video on our YouTube channel called Rupert Collar Conditioning. You know the thing is, after training dogs for twenty years, ten thousand dogs, traveling the world. Um, we've got 50,000 posts, 5,000 videos. This is not an ego statement, but there's not a, there's not a behavior out there in the pet dog world that we have not seen. And we have not, um, eliminated, um, if we need to be eliminated or trained next,
0: um, Rover said hi from Monterey, Mexico. Happy Christmas.
1: Um, awesome. Um, Feliz Navidad.
0: Brittany. I had the same issue. I had to exit and reenter a few times, Oh, with volume, I assume. That was on our end.
1: Yeah, it was our fault. Next.
0: Dan, two-year-old GSD, Cairo, love you guys. Been through a couple board and train weeks. Last remaining problem is aggressive behavior towards small dogs and young kids smaller than four feet tall. Any advice?
1: Well, that's a major problem, obviously. So I don't want to know where the dog was. um, But if they don't do behavior modification and they just do obedience, you're not going to get the results. So... You know, towards uh, that, that's a one on one consult. That's a one on one consult because there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of variables. The variable is this you, I don't know your skill set. I don't know your knowledge. The dog, I know nothing about the dog. The child, I don't know the child's behavior. And the other dogs, I don't know the other dog's behavior. And then it's a, slow and steady process when we rehab a dog like that we will do probably about 25 to 50 different things and we've done it thousands of times so there's a lot of variables there there's a lot of variables there next
0: sydney you've been working on overlaying the e-collar with my dog but he shuts down after a few reps and won't break to do more gives up and decides he'd rather go to sleep how do i work through this
1: um with a leash so, all dog training at the beginning, you should have a leash on your dog till the dog's under voice control. So, if the dog wants to um, – he's not shutting down. He's just refusing to work. So, so a lot of things like, you know – And
0: how long are your sessions? Because it is mentally exhausting for dogs. Yeah.
1: But but chances are he's just refusing to work.
0: Yeah, probably. So,
1: use a leash and be like, let's go. It's time to work. Next.
0: Um, Anika said, what about origin? The
1: kibble. Origin, Origin, and in, in Arcadia or Acacia, the two companies, the two dog foods from Canada, they were just Acana. Acana they were just bought by Nestle.
0: Were they really? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So, do you think Nestle is putting good food in those bags? Do you think Nestle kept kept the same recipe that the original manufacturer, or do you think Nestle saved all the packaging, hired a good Packaging team, good PR, good marketing team, and then they had their factories take their existing product and all the other shit food that they make and put it in the bags. Which what, what do you what do you think happened? For what do you think was the most productive thing for Nestle's bottom line? Next,
0: Kelly, how do you help a dog who's scared of an e-collar?
1: Um, you start out slow and steady we we use tons of food with our e collar training and on our online university we show how to do it so a lot of people will say the dog was someone abused a dog with an e collar we have worked with dogs that were afraid of a leash we work with dogs that are afraid of plastic bags we work with dogs that are afraid of objects that move like rolling objects so we work with a dog that will attack you when they tr- you try to put a flat buckle collar on them. We work with dogs that when you p- try to put a slip lead on them to take them to the bathroom, they will attack you. They will shy, they will piss themselves. We have dogs that literally when you try to take a slip lead just to put around their neck, just to take them to the bathroom, because that's how we rotate dogs. Dogs get rotated at the center to go to the bathroom and then they come back in, we put slip leads on them. Um, it's a very efficient way to get a dog from point A to point B and the dogs piss. Is that wind? Yeah. Oh and God. and it's like, and they just came in. So a lot of people will be like, that's because you did something, you know, everybody assumes it's our fault. It's like, these are how dogs come into us. This is how they came into us. Next.
0: Deborah, you are so right about food. I've been feeding raw for seven years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if you go to our website, solid canine training.com into the shop, this is a really good ebook, but you don't have to do that. There's enough free information online about raw, but and I and most vets are anti-raw because there it's because it's not made by Science Diet or Hills.
0: Well, there is a specific way you should like you can't just like half-ass raw, right? You've got to feed your dog. You to be, a balanced diet. Yeah, there has
1: to be balance, in, in, in some and and t- and I think
0: that's probably why vets are apprehensive because they don't want people. Coming up short.
1: Right. And then a lot of folks, a lot of folks are, a lot of folks get a little bit confused because if you've had dogs for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, back in the day, you fed like, you know, $19 for a 80 pound bag. But people have to remember that the ingredients in the bag has changed.
0: They weren't as processed then. Like processed food, like wasn't a thing.
1: Right. And also always remember that Twinkies are FDA approved. Next.
0: Uh, Anika, how much is monthly cost approximately for raw?
1: Um, all depends on how many depends pounds, on the
0: size of your dog. Depends
1: on the size of your I dog. I love to have a little Yorkie. But but I mean, if you think about it, if you think about, let's see. So I feed my sixty five pound dog a pound and a half of food a day. Okay, so that's forty five pounds of food a month and the average price is probably about $4 a pound. So you know there you go. So it's going to be more expensive and but one vet visit is 250 bucks minimum usually. So you know I don't I don't have health problems. I don't have allergies. My dogs don't have allergies. They don't get ear problems. They don't get you know, the, a lot of the itchiness and stuff is usually based on the crap that's in in a lot of food. Next.
0: Um, Anna, I used a prong for the first time a few weeks ago and was able to actually walk my dog for the first time. I love your videos. My dog is currently at a boarding train and we will start on e-collar.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is this, is I understand why people don't like prong collars because they look barbaric and they do look barbaric. Um, they don't hurt dogs. Um, How do we know this? Because I've trained, I don't know, 10,000 dogs on prong collars and I get feedback from people and they're not hurting dogs. And a lot of people will say, well, if you use them right. If you use a prong collar wrong, like how do you use a prong collar wrong? Like how do you use it wrong? And even if you did, it's still probably not going to hurt the dog. It'd be really hard to hurt a dog. Sometimes when you correct a dog on a prong collar, they make an audible. But if I grab my dog's paw to cut their nail, they also make an audible. I haven't even started cutting their nails yet. Next,
0: Laura said, "Awesome for teeth, raw." Yes. Um, Plutzwa, long time no talk. Went back to work, so it's been hard to watch my Dane and Boxer. It's been hard to watch. My Dane and Boxer started fighting after a year and a half together. This all started when I went back to work. Mm -hmm. Would this be the reason I've gotten really strict with the kennel and e-collar? Is there anything else I could do? The place they fight is always at the back door. So we've adjusted that as well.
1: So what's probably happening is it's an over-arousal issue going out the back door. They're both probably highly aroused. So what I would do is I would correct them right at the back door. And then I would make sure the energy going out that back door is calm. And then eventually I would actually start increasing the energy because even if you've got high energy dogs bolting out. So for instance, when Joel and I used to have a pack of six dogs together, they would all be in the back of my truck and we'd get to like the swimming hole or a field or the woods. And I open up the back door and they'd all just be waiting there in anticipation and i would say break and they'd all come flying out so that energy was there and if anybody if any of them would have ever started a fight i would be go down pretty hard and heavy on on them you know and i think conversations like that people struggle with but if you've never had your two dogs fight and had to break it up especially two large power dogs and if you've never been in those footsteps um i don't think you can appreciate how bad it is and how expensive it can be and the injuries that you can also get as well so and how how sort of sucky your you know your 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 life your life can be so it looks like michelle moore is also i
0: don't Accidental, because then she asked you a question oh i think
1: michelle why are
0: you giving us an angry
1: face michelle i was just about to flame you
0: like, i know i saw it coming yeah. i'm like oh boy i better uh, say something I, I,
1: I figured she was i thought she was just pissed off about like the crappy dog food out there next
0: maybe laura said so much work though raw yeah it really is it's a pain it
1: can be it can be a lot of work but or you can just
0: do the pre-made you, you
1: get the pre pre-made yeah
0: um, the problem is I can't do the pre-made because they always put fillers like fruits, vegetables, and Wes has allergies to, like mm. random stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's got some interesting allergies. Yeah. So annoying. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Robert, what do you think of the gentle leader? Please give conditions when a prong should be used instead Regards.
1: Well, I mean, how about this? Try both. Uh, try both. I mean, it's just like, these are just tools. You still have to train the dog.
0: Mm-hmm. And you have to condition a dog to a gentle leader, or they right? And, and also,
1: and also, a gentle leader is a punitive device. It is. So I hope people understand that 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 a gentle leader is a really um, punitive device. It's for people to think that it's you know because the word gentle is in it, it's some like reward based device. It's not. It's not at all. Next.
0: Um, Raymond. Is it Ramon or Raymond?
1: It's Ramon. Ramon.
0: How do you deal with poop eaters at your boarding train asking for a friend?
1: <laughs> so you can... you can t- meet
0: tenderizer.
1: <laughs> so what you do is you get a remote collar Ugh, and so you gross. make it suck. It's not just at our boarding train. The, the question is, how do you stop a dog from eating poop? You put a remote collar on them. You sit in the house. You wait till they go to eat the poop. And then you give them an act of God that really, really is uncomfortable. Next.
0: Deborah. thank you for telling the truth about dog food.
1: Um, I tell the truth about everything. Next.
0: Kara, I'm a dog trainer and I've been training with e-collar and prongs for years. I'd say I'm well versed with them. I've had my GSDs for three years now. Mm -hmm. Started training as soon as I put her in my car when I first got her. She has amazing obedience now with distance duration distraction. She's good in her crate 95% of the time. If I'm gone for about six hours, Mm. multiple days at a time, she starts digging at the bottom of her crate and tearing at the doors and walls. I've corrected it a few times. Mm. I don't know where the rest is.
1: So, I mean, that that could happen. I mean, you know, it could happen after five minutes, too. You'd have to sort of set it up, but it's hard to set it up. We're going to sit in your car for six hours and wait till the dog does that. So, you know, I mean, if the dog's also barking, a bark tower also helps. You know, um, there are, we have dogs that we've actually gotten rid of the bottom plastic tray because they destroy it and they can actually choke on it and harm themselves. Next.
0: Uh, whack 100's Tidy Whities. That's an interesting handle. I've seen other dog trainers on YouTube, shaming people for training with, he corrected himself with food. Do you think it's counterproductive and sending the wrong message to train with food?
1: Well, no, not at all. I, there's Keep in mind that there's a lot of um, opinionated dog trainers, myself included, but using food to train a dog is like wonderful thing to do. It's now you want to get the dog off the food or else you'll have a dog that only will, only will work for pay. So you want to have you want to get the dog off the food, but teaching all your obedience using food is great. I mean, the bigger question is there's dog trainers on YouTube that are shaming other dog trainers. That's the bigger issue. Keep in mind that most dog trainers out there are just assholes. They're mean people. They just are. I never name names, but I know, I know where the bodies are buried and I know who all these people are because I'm at the end of a lot of this hate and shaming. And they're just, most dog trainers are just not very nice people. It's just the way it is. It's just how it is. Next.
0: 499 top chat from Ashley. Happy holidays to a few of my favorite people. Sorry, I missed the zoom yesterday. That's right, was I over. was doing bad. Bad dog shit, lol. Thank you for everything as oh, always. Oh, thank
1: you, Ashley. We'll see you soon, hon.
0: <clears throat> Let's see. Rita, thank you for meeting with us today, Jeff.
1: You're welcome, Rita. You're welcome.
0: Amy said hello.
1: Hey, Amy. How are you?
0: londi the conversation of neutering has come up. He's very happy and playful. It's the first time I have a dog and I researched and spoke to his bed. I'm scared his temperament will change. Any advice?
1: Um, well, it's a personal choice. It's a personal choice. So I'm right now looking for a um, adult male dog, one years old at least, and I most likely will not desex the dog. That's my per- that is my personal choice. Next,
0: um, Robert, how to socialize a very fearful dog?
1: Um, again, that has so many variables. There's so many variables. You want to definitely want to advocate for the dog. So we do something called called flooding with guidance. But there's a skill set there i don't know your skill set and then also the other dogs that are in question um do we have a video on that
0: yeah but it's he wasn't like a super fearful dog yeah. but the rule same rules apply yeah
1: i mean go the, check
0: out our latest youtube video i think that's the last one we've the, be, the
1: best the bet the best yeah, that's true there's a great youtube video on that the best way to do that always remember it is you bring the dog out on a leash and you keep the other dogs away from your dog and you control where your dog goes so it doesn't flee and you walk amongst the dogs and you don't, your dog doesn't interact with the other dogs. Your dog does not interact with them and just existing around dogs. Go for existence first. Next.
0: Londi, PS, I watched many of your videos. My quickly, my dog quickly learned to sit and come.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is this, is that all your basic, I'm a pet dog trainer. So just teaching the basic commands. All it takes is work. There's there's some there's some skill set to it. There's some knowledge you have to you have to but you have to apply the knowledge. And with the proper application of the knowledge, you actually can get a pretty damn cool dog. I mean, this in our green to graduate program, which Joel, um, you if you want to put the link up on that again, you know the green to graduate program. You know again if you put in WWJD, we're only doing this till the end. Of, by the way, we're doing this just till the end of the year. This is just an end of the year special. This is just an end of the year special. So if you put in WWJD and all lowercase letters in the coupon box, you're going to get a, a free 15-minute online video console with me. Next.
0: Um, Anne said so thank you for speaking out on this rescue shit.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. I just think what it just what it does is it just it just limits it. I mean, the here, the most extreme example is someone says, you know, I've got a rescue dog, and I'd be like, how old your dog? They'll be like five. I'm like, when did you get it? We got it from the shelter at ten weeks old. I'm like, you got it. That's the same thing you would do from a breeder. You've owned this dog all its life, all its life. And unless you jumped into a raging river and saved the dog's life, you bought the dog. You bought the dog, guys. Like you're buying dogs. Let's just call it the way it is. You're either given the dog. Or you bought the dog. That just Or you stole the dog from somebody. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just the way it is. It's just just how it works. Next.
0: Uh, Shinoda said, hi, Jeff. I use a crate for bedtime and during work hours every day. Is that too much for him? No.
1: It's actually, it's smart. It's smart. Next.
0: Brittany, I posted the web page below. She said, "What's the web page you gave out?" And if you put the code WWJD all lowercase, you will get a 15-minute consult with
1: Jeff. A video. It'll be a live. It's consult. a live video consult, and it's only good to the end of the year. Now, the consult is good for up to six months, but but the special is only good to the end of the year. It's my gift. It's my end of the year gift to you. Joelle and I were talking about like what what can we do? We're just launching this new university. What can we do for people to help them out even more? Um, because mm-hmm. this online course, which is under $200, takes a dog from totally green all the way up to off-leash. And what else can we do for people? And we're like, you know what? I bet you after watching the course and applying a bunch of this stuff, people are probably going to have some questions. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had yet started a chat yet for it yeah, or a special you know, Q&A for it yet. So I'm like, just do. we'll just do this. Yeah, We'll just do this next
0: Michelle more. See, she's not angry at us. I keep having people ask me how to get a dog and a cat to to get along. Any suggestions?
1: There's a a lot of variables. What's the cat's behavior? What's the dog's behavior? Does the dog want to kill it? Does the dog want to chase it? Does the dog want to play with it? So, you know, do you put it into avoidance or do you learn how to get it to exist? So, you can do avoidance first, existence second. Next.
0: Nate, my GSD mix is using growling and eventual snap to get her way, mainly to not be touched or pet, but also resource guarding. Looking to start a family soon and I don't want to worry with small children. Yeah,
1: I'd be concerned. Well, the resource guarding video will be out probably um, by the second or third week of January, you think? Because it's not going to be as long, as extensive as... Yeah. Yeah. Probably by the second or third week of January, we'll have a resource guarding um, uh, video I'm, I'm uh, in the university. Next.
0: Um, Carol, I have a 16-week-old lab that jumps up on the sliding glass door to come back in the house from our fenced yard. Mm. If I'm outside, she doesn't do it. Because in- you're
1: outside, right? If I'm
0: inside letting her out to the bathroom, not sure how to curb that jump when she finishes and wants back in.
1: So there's a couple of things you can do. You can you can open up the door, say no, and then bonk the dog. You can also put a remote collar on the dog and, cor- and correct the dog. The bottom line is the, your question is how do I stop a dog's unwanted behavior? I mean, that's what the question is. That is the question: How do I stop an unwanted behavior? And the way to stop an unwanted behavior is through the application of a proper punisher. That's just the way it is. You you know you 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 can't escape you can't escape that. People are trying to escape that. Mm-hmm. They're trying to escape the truth. Yeah. They're trying to avoid the truth. They only want to tell. Fifty percent of the story to their dog. It's the biggest disservice you can do for your dog mm-hmm. is not share, you know, all the all the information. I'm going to lean off screen for a second. Make it a pillow. Go
0: ahead. Um, Lynn said, "I'm sorry. Not sure if you answered my question. I was at the vet. Did I miss the answer? <laughs> yes. Did I don't we, even remember what it was. No.
1: But if you asked it, we if you asked it, we, it'll
0: be on the replay. You
1: can watch the replay next."
0: Um, Or ask it again. And if we get to it again. Yeah. Yeah. And regarding the vet rejecting raw, you don't ask an encyclopedia salesman if you need an encyclopedia because they sell kibble. So if you ask right. about raw, they're going to say no.
1: They're going to say, well, they're going to say no because there's no money in it for them. And that's also, there's no edge. Keep in mind that I love my vets, but vets are not nutritionists. Vets are not nutritionists. Vets are not dog trainers. Like most vets don't do ACL surgery. They bring in a specialist. I mean, I think it's like, it's like you've got a primary physician and then you've got specialists for humans. So vets have got skills, but their skills are limited to what their skills are, Yeah. you know? And Nutrition is not one of them. Next.
0: Um, Callie, what do you think of the pre made raw foods, such as small batch or primal?
1: Um, I'm I'm are you familiar with any of those? Yeah. Okay.
0: So when we get in board and trains, like we just switched over a board and train, I think to primal. He had like Hawk, remember all his allergies. Oh, he did great on it. We talked to his own He was on so many medications. The dogs. Was
1: he was cold. on like oh. like sixteen medications. And by the
0: time he left our board and train, we transitioned him to raw. He was off like every single medication. He had to actually get. He actually, actually had to
1: get a foam applied to him daily. He had to get a medicated he had to bath.
0: Get his eyes, his jowls, everything. Just everything. Flaky skin. He was
1: also overweight. I mean, by he, the
0: end, he was like a totally yep. new dog. Yep. It's yep. Pretty
1: incredible, and, and almost all of his meds he didn't need anymore, and all of his bathing techniques and the grooming techniques they were there were all to like keep his, his whole skin.
0: changed. Yeah,
1: everything changed. He
0: was like dusty, yep. and then he yep. was like glossy and yep. beautiful. Yeah, but I think we put him on primal. Yeah, it was just a pre-made one. Yeah, his owners didn't want to have to like.
1: And that one, that was av- I think that one's available at a lot of the big box yeah, stores. we have got it like yep. Petco. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Ramon, appreciate you guys. I use all your videos and just got the green to graduate. Merry Christmas oh, to both you. of you. Big thank fan you. here. Thank you. Thanks a lot.
1: Yeah. The green, we're, we're, we're going to start, I don't want to sound like an infomercial, but what what's happening is, <clears throat> is I'm going to be 56 years old in a couple of days actually. January 7th. And. I started shining shoes at nine years old. I just say that because that's how long I've been working seven days a week, more than eight hours a day. And I'm looking to not have to do hours for dollars anymore, dollars for hours anymore. And I also want to help more people. And the podcast, I can give out some quick advice. My online one on ones, I can give out some more advice through a boarding train, which we can only do about eight at a time. That's limited. My seminars, which are just on the weekend, you know, that's limited to 20 or 30 dogs. So, how can I make the greatest impact on the 200 plus million dogs in the United States, I believe, and the rest of the world? I don't know how many of their dogs are around the world. I imagine there's at least 500 million around the world. So how can I make the greatest impact? So through online learning is how I can make the greatest impact. So I take my 20 years of knowledge, which a lot of it is behavior mod. So a lot of it is how to stop unwanted behaviors. So we're going to have videos out there that are going to show corrections, that will show leash corrections, that will show remote how to stop. I'm going to be correcting dogs right on camera. You're going to literally see what we do like the curtain I mean audibly the curtain is down with my podcast I'm fully transparent fully fully transparent but we're going to show you literally how we rehab dogs next
0: um Kristen our dog did the phoenix seminar she's doing great with our youngest so thank you we are practicing her in place and she does great my question my kids love to pet her and snuggle a bit while she's in place. She might be 30 minutes into her place. They come by, pet her, and then they go on their way. She stays in place. I keep her there until I want to release her with free, which may be 30 minutes later. Mm -hmm. But is it okay that they pet her while she's in place?
1: I mean, if the dogs... I mean, all depends. There is a phrase, let you know lying dogs sleep. You know, historically, if a dog is resting, I'm a big fan of just leaving it alone. But it also depends on your dog's behavior. A lot of dogs don't like to be bothered, so you have to be respectful of the dog. I mean, mm. should you be able to pet your dog if it's laying down in place? Theoretically, yes, but
0: really dark back
1: there. Oh, sorry, my back was starting to hurt. Um, so I think it, I think that that's a personal choice based on the dog's behavior. Next.
0: Um, Anika, do you have or recommend a raw feeding protocol?
1: Um, I would go with the book, the, the ebook that we have on our website. So SallyCanitrain.com under shop, go on our website.
0: Sydney, thanks for the advice. Any tips on teaching a dog to be okay with baths? Mine loves swimming and drinking running water, but can't deal with water being put on his body and will use all fours to get out.
1: Yeah. So I would go to um a lot of grooming websites and I would go to a, go to YouTube and look up groomers and they will have probably impeccable, excellent advice because yeah. that's what they do for a living. So we do like, we just bathed a dog today, but we're not groomers. Next.
0: Kara. speaking of raw, I've noticed some other trainers on the internet talking about switching their clients' dogs' diets. Because they feel it makes a difference in the behavior. How do you feel about this idea?
1: Um, I think. I think if. I I, I think. Um, imagine a dog having an ear infection. Okay, because of weed. In the dog food, mm-hmm. and it hurts, and then imagine somebody going in to pet the dog. And the ear already hurts. And then they go in to pet the dog. Mm -hmm. And that irritates the dog even more. And then imagine going, well, that really bothers me. So I'm going to snap or bite your hand. Mm -hmm. And then imagine now that becomes a learned behavior. And then every time somebody tries to pet the dog, the dog snaps. So I can see how a healthier dog could possibly not do that but even on a crappy diet a dog can be rehabbed we just like to talk about the whole dog you know we just like to talk about proper nutrition proper exercise proper training proper manners you know proper socialization proper grooming proper care you know, I I think you know household management. I think it's I think it's important. Next,
0: um, Laura said, "Smile, Jeff."
1: So, um, you know, for the last week, I've been getting up at midnight to two AM. I could be a little bit tired. Last week's show, I was on a fucking rant, rampage. Rampage yeah. a lot. Um, today, for some reason, has been. I think the accumulation of a week of no sleep or only three hours a night. Um, I'm also have upped my gym exercise routine. So I've been um, upping that a lot and I do that in the morning. So I'm tonight, I'm.
0: I think you're just calm.
1: I'm, but I'm also on the tired side. Mm. But I think also I decided tonight to not go on any rants consciously. So I think, but, but you know, to, for me to smile, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean I, I'm not, I'm not sad at all. I'm actually in a really, really, really great mental space, frankly. Um, I'm just being really calm. He's just calm. so
0: comfortable on the couch.
1: I'm just being really calm. It is
0: a pretty comfortable couch.
1: And... You know, ironically, this is how I am. I'm not usually this monotone, but the energy that you've got right now coming from me.
0: This is like Jeff 24 seven.
1: This is usually, this is actually how I am. You know, a lot of people that meet me in person and talk to me like, God, you're so calm, Jeff. It's like, yeah, that's how I am. Like. My seminars, it's, you know, it's like I'm on stage. The podcast, it's like, it's on, I'm on stage. Um, so I think that, that you know, smi- just remember a lot of comedians commit suicide. So I think that the lack of me smiling is not an indication of how I'm doing.
0: Yeah, I literally, people, I'm like triggered by that because people used to say that to me all the time because I just have like a resting bitch face. Mm. You should smile. I'm like, you should fuck off. I can't stand that. Yeah. No offense, Laura. I just like, I've gotten that my entire life, so I get it.
1: Well, Laura, let me be frank with you. I am smiling on the inside. Mind your own fucking business. And I love you, Laura.
0: Nice. I feel like I never really like see you just like smiling though, you know, unless something's funny. Um even then it's hard to get Jeff to laugh, believe it or not. He, I don't he doesn't laugh at many things.
1: That's not true.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're gonna go on forever. Diane. Had a dog fly through the air on a prong when a ball went past from the neighbor's kid. Zero damage. And that dog flipped in the air. Yep. I was holding a leash talking to a neighbor. If anything should have damaged a neck that should have, but no, it didn't. It scared the shit out. Of, it scared the crap. So now at the point where I see the word crap and I say shit, <laughs> that's a problem. It scared the crap out of me for sure. Tonight taught me I needed to pay better attention. He was standing next to me with a 10 foot leash.
1: Well, it's ironically, if the dog would have had on a flat buckle collar, a martingale,
0: it would have been the same thing, or a right choke chain,
1: the dog actually would have gotten damage. The dog would have had possible bruising around its neck. Next, and tracheal damage. Brooke,
0: how do I stop an adult dog whining?
1: Um, a remote collar, a bonker, are two very very effective tools. Next.
0: Uh, Brooke, I already read that. Amir, hi, what's the best way to correct with a prong if the dog that's reactive to cats and big dogs? And what's the best timing to pay the dog after the correction? Thank you.
1: To what? Pay? Pay. Well, you wouldn't pay the dog at all. Not
0: after a correction. You don't
1: pay a dog after a correction. You don't, you just don't do that. So um, you would pay the dog for not triggering from it on a dog or a cat. But after you correct the dog, there's no reward. That's the way we personally train. The best timing is during the loading session when the dog is loading, the point where the dog is loading. So when you're thinking of going into a bar and you're an alcoholic, the best time for somebody to intervene is at the loading session, at the thought process. Next.
0: Robert, I've done the gentle leader training and it works. I've done prong collar and it works. I understand, try both. Is that really the answer? Try both? If so, I get it. I was just wondering if there was something profound between the two that you may have seen.
1: I think the only thing I found profound is what works best for you or if you're a trainer, the client. That's what it is. I mean, and both of those tools still need training behind it, as you know, as you know. So I personally like the convenience of just slipping a collar on a dog. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like that. I think I think also when you work with lots and lots of dogs, you are creative too. It's like what works best for this dog.
0: <clears throat> Linda, thank you. Yes, it was three fights. And $3,000 later, that's Canadian dollars. They both wear the collars now. And we do have it on max for when they go out the back.
1: Yeah. So I think that that's, you know, so that's, that's, we know, we know that's the, that's the financial aspect of it, which is a lot of money. That's, that's, that's what the interesting thing is. It's like, let's say dogs started growling at each other or they fought, but there was no injuries but they're like, they're starting to fight a lot more. It's increasing. Yeah. And if I said, well, next time they do that, I want you to take the remote collar on the the offender, the one that's starting the fight and right when about when that dog is thinking about fighting, I want you to nail that dog on the highest setting on the remote collar for 10 seconds. Let's just say I said that. That doesn't mean you should do it. That doesn't mean that's the answer, but let's just say that was my advice. A lot of people would probably not do it and they would struggle with it. But what I think is those two 10 seconds of discomfort are easily not a a non-factor when it comes to spending $3,000. And then also a lot of people are afraid to do that because it's going to ruin the relationship between the owner and the dog. Frankly, owning fighting dogs that's what ruins the relationship. That's what makes the relationship suck. Yeah. It really does. It really does. Next.
0: Um, Robert. Robert said, hmm. thank you.
1: Oh, you're welcome.
0: Kara, the other part. All right, here we go. I've sat literally for six hours, multiple times, watching my dog on a camera. Some days she doesn't do it and she's relaxed, sleeping all day. And it seems to happen if it's about three days in a row, she stays in her kennel for five, six hours at a time. It's been so random i do use a bark collar i have a garmin and a bark limiter okay good but she digs still quietly i have a primo pad and it's almost dug through she'll flip her crate if there is no bottom considering a roughland
1: yeah it might take that maybe you just need to get like a hunter's box next
0: uh christine speaking of de-sexing a dog i also don't want to fix my male english bulldog However, he has the issue of urinating on his dog beds. Do you think him having his nuggets is the problem? He does not have a UTI.
1: So if the dog does not have a medical issue, a UTI, I would say we have many dogs, many dogs that come into the center that have accidents and they've all been desexed. sexed We do allow, like, you don't have to be desexed to come into our center and do a boarding program, male or female. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but is it marking? Do you see him just like hike his leg up and pee on the bed?
1: Yeah. That so could
0: be just behavioral.
1: That's behavioral. That you catch the dog in the act and you correct. You can also lower the top of the crate temporarily so the dog can't stand up if it's a male dog. Um, but there's dogs that will piss lying down, you know,
0: next Crixis, join Green to graduate. Even though I've been following you for years, I can always learn something new. Mm. Raw is the best. Do the homework. Happy holidays.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Crixis, for getting the class. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are, a lot of dog trainers are are getting the class. A lot of dog trainers are recommending the class to their students just for that extra reinforcement. A lot of some dog trainers feel that if you recommend a course or an online video, of somebody else's that they won't need the dog trainer anymore. I think that if anything, it helps you build trust with your client. Mm. Um, and they're still going to need help. They're still going to need coaching. Next.
0: Uh, Brooke, how do I stop a dog from whining? Didn't we already answer that one? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Karen said evening from the UK.
1: Hey UK. What's up?
0: Carol, at what age can I start the use of an e-caller on a lab?
1: Well, we started 14 weeks old, but we're only using it for low level pressure on pressure off and we're layering it over the existing training we've been doing and we're still using a leash and we're still using food. A lot of people struggle with that whole concept because they think you're shocking a dog and that just comes from a, a point of ignorance on a lot of people. It's just pressure, like not giving a dog is pressure and then giving the dog not giving the dog food and then giving the dog food the pressure is released if you've got a ball crazy dog holding the ball back increases pressure releasing the ball um, uh, um the pressure is released Did i just say the same thing twice i think so. yeah holding not giving the dog the ball is is puts pressure on the dog and then releasing the ball you know, the pressure is released. I mean, everything is pressure and release pretty much when it comes to the animal world. Next.
0: Did you even answer the question? What age can she use knee Yeah,
1: 14 weeks. Oh, okay. I said it at the very beginning.
0: Della, as dog trainers and business owners, what do you do for yourselves to prevent burnout?
1: Um, uh,
0: It used to be traveling to the Caribbean a few times a year, but I can't do that anymore. So... so in, it's a great question.
1: It's a great question. In twenty, what what you can do is do three weeks. Oh. If your boarding trains say are three weeks, you can just take a week off. Literally, take a week off a month. Mm. What what what? I'll tell you what. Doing this podcast from Joelle's house is one of the things that.
0: It's definitely different not being at work, right? Because normally I'm stressing. Like, are there boarding trains making noise right, right now? Like, right. I don't have that here. It's kind of nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm mellow. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm mellower. Hmm. It's a new environment. Yeah. I think so. I think that um, I think that one of the things that we're doing is, but we moved the podcast here. Um, You know, we're talking about taking a three month hiatus. um, Possibly. You know, two month hiatus, possibly. Um, there's a lot of different things, but I think you have the liberty to do take a week off. Don't book any clients for that week.
0: You've yeah. got to make time yeah. for yourself, which is hard. You have which to. is
1: hard because there's so many dogs out there that need help. So you're going to be technically. I don't want to say turning away dogs, but you're you you know that week you're going to be making money. But I think you have to look at the big picture over the course of the year. Yeah.
0: If you burn yourself out, then nobody gets helped. Right. You've got to make yourself a priority. Right. right. Even the littlest of things. So. Yep. We're both working on that one. Yep. Oh, uh, Yesenia. Hi, guys. My dog was diagnosed with pancreatitis, mm. so she's on a very strict diet, but I cannot keep her mouth off the ground. Every time I go out, she's trying to eat everything and anything she can find. How do I stop her from eating everything on the ground? would impulse control activities and what are some of those activities well there wouldn't
1: be activities you would just correct the dog with a remote collar for doing it you know if you don't use a remote collar just do, you'll be doing leash pops we, we have dogs like that all the time their nose is always on the ground on walks especially um they're always looking for something to put in their mouth they're always looking to eat something they're always looking to ingest something and you just you just correct it next
0: Thirty-seven o'clock holy crap is it really yeah
1: so um put it put in the class one more time again if you go to our online course which is the green graduate and if you put in wwjd in the coupon box it's going to include a 15 minute live video consult with me personally and it's only good till the end of the year as far as the coupon code the consult is good for six months um and it boils down to I'm really trying to help more people. That's the, the big thing. In tw- and also, I'm I'm going more towards virtual learning. I'm going more to towards virtual learning. Because as long as I've got a Wi-Fi signal, I can help people. I do consults every day with people around the world, no matter where I am. I just down the road in the RV often. Mm. I'd be like, Angela, we have to stop. And Angela was like, you got a console, Papa? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, I got a console. Yeah. We would just pull over on the side of the road or get off at a, at a gas station. I would just sit there. and I would use my phone as a hotspot and do a console, do a console. All right, guys, we're going to head out right now. Okay. And I want everybody okay. to know um, that uh, it's been a pleasure. Well, probably, I think we might do another show Sunday night. Yeah. You know?
0: Let's do it on Christmas Day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. All right, guys. Love you guys. Good night. Take care. Bye bye.